Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part two in our new series, Romance Defined. Today, we're answering the question of what your wife wants. And in keeping with this whole idea of romance, the quotes for this series are all coming out of movies. And this one comes from the movie Notting Hill, where she says, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. And I was sharing with Tony mm-hmm. before we before we started the show as we were just prepping. I'm like, we have been using that quote in some way, shape, or form pretty much since one started. Yeah. You know, it, it shows up because it's such a great line. And, and we'll be talking about how your wife wants you to love her and how she wants to be romanced throughout this show. But first, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family whose mm-hmm. marriage is, is going to new heights, who's seeing, you know, breakthrough and transformation. And this hug comes from an iTunes review that we received. And I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you to everyone that takes the time to leave a review on iTunes to share what's happened in your marriage as a result of the show because you actually pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Your reviews help other people go, this is a show I want to listen to. That's right. And this review says, I have been listening to them for about a year now. We've gone from the verge of divorce to bliss. Wow. Tony and Lisa have helped us to learn how married couples are really supposed to be together. They make you think about all the things you normally wouldn't think about in a marriage and mm. what's most important. Our lives have changed tremendously for the better in mm. all areas, not just marriage. We are the closest we've ever been in 23 years and are just getting closer day by day. Thanks, guys, for being so instrumental in saving mm. our marriage. Don't ever stop. Wow. Tony's got tears it. in his eyes. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Because when I, when I see that, it's not just the show. It's the one family mm-hmm. for sure. that comes around because... They, they see what's going on. They hear what's going on. They they understand that we're going to talk about things that you normally wouldn't think about in marriage because these are the things we're all thinking about. So let's just talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Tuesday's show and we're talking about the ups and downs of our cycle. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like- when we talked about that it, and these are the things that are really happening in our lives. So let's just talk about them. Mm-hmm. And so that way we don't feel alone or isolated or like we're the only ones that go through this no no and that's why we're talking about romance Mm -hmm. because you're not the only one that wonders about romance and how do you define it or what your wife wants or in next week we're going to be like what your husband wants right and trying to figure it out like let's just talk about it Mm -hmm. so we can be on the same page 
in that area of romance. Absolutely. And, you know, in, in the first show in the series, we did talk about that definition and what does it look like and where did this word romance come from and how, you know, we all have these different definitions, whether it's mm-hmm. what you picked up watching, you know, Hollywood movies or the fairy tales, or maybe it's the image of romance that you see on the little screen. You know, we go from the big screen of Hollywood to the little screens that we hold in our hands all day long. You know, we develop this definition of romance, but if our spouse doesn't know, if Tony doesn't know what I think is romantic, or how I want to be romanced, then it, we're stuck. Mm-hmm. We're stuck. And, you know, last week we, we used the Merriam-Webster definition because I felt like this was, a, this was one of those words that we couldn't just Google it. We needed to go like back to like a real dictionary. And, you know, this, the original definition was talking about, you know, that emotional attraction, this idea of a love affair, and also just this idea of chivalric love and mm-hmm. adventure. And I love that definition of romance because there's so much action in it. And even when we wrote Stripped Down back in 2010, mm-hmm. gosh, 10 years ago, I defined it in the book as a true act of romance requires creativity, sincerity, and selfless giving inspired by love. And that's as we get deeper into the series and we're talking about what your wife wants and you know, next week, like Tony said, we're going to talk about what the husbands want. This is, this is where we're going. We're going into this place of understanding what are those acts, right? What are those acts that communicate the romance, the love, the being cherished? Because for me, and the reason we are doing this series is because I was talking to Elisa and I'm like, what is it you want me to do to romance you mm-hmm. now, 23 years in? What does that look like? And do we even know what it really means? Because we throw that word around. Everybody does. Right. It, it, it's just like romance me. It, romance him. What What would romance look like? Da, da, it, but what is it for us? Mm-hmm. What is it for us? I don't care about the movies. I don't care about the TV shows. I don't care about the YouTube stars and what they're saying romance is for them. I don't even care what other couples that we know what romance looks for them. Right. That's great. And I want you guys to do what, what you guys love. But what is it for us? How do I romance you? So I know that when I do it, it's like, oh my gosh, that, that's exactly what I wanted. Again, we... And I want to share this because we've talked about this many, many a times. Your spouse does not have ESP. If you expect, and as we're talking about this, if you expect your spouse to know what you want and how you want to be romance, you're missing out what it means to have an extraordinary marriage. Well, and you're setting yourself up for disappointment mm-hmm. and you're setting your spouse up for having a sense of failure. Mm-hmm. Like th- that's what happens if we're in this place of ESP. And, you know, the question that Tony posed to me is, you know, how do I know what works for you? How do I know how you want to be romance is actually a question that I've been posing to my coaching clients for years. Mm-hmm. W- when this word gets thrown about in a coaching session or something like, I just want to be romanced. A- and I, you know, completely deadpan face will look at them and I will say, well, do you know how you want to be romanced? And there's literally like silence mm-hmm. and this look almost always of like deer in the headlights. Like, uh, wait, you want me to tell you what that means? Like right. what it really means for me to be romanced? Mm-hmm. Can I just say I want to be romanced and end it there? Right. And that, that's the expectation. Mm-hmm. And you know, as we were doing this series, we realized that we needed to ask wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah what they wanted and what, what mattered to them. And we needed to ask husbands because we asked you on Instagram, Hey wives, how many of you know how you want to be romanced? And 60% of the wives said yes, which in my coaching experience is actually a high number. So congratulations to all you ladies that responded on Instagram that know, thank you. Uh, but only because we asked the husbands, Hey husbands, do you know how your wife 
how she wants to be romanced. And on Instagram, only 35% of the husbands said, yes, I know the answer to that. So there are a lot of men, that's 65% of the men that have no clue, mm-hmm. which means that 65% of the wives are frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're doing this to help out both the husbands and the wives. Ladies, you need to be willing to tell your husbands what works for you. Because if he doesn't know, mm-hmm. he gets frustrated. And if a man doesn't feel like he can accomplish something, he probably won't do it. Or he'll try once or twice. And if it's not met with success, it's kind of like, you know, knowing the right way to load the dishwasher, right? You can ask him to load the dishwasher if he loads it and then you complain, or if he loads it and then you go in and you clean it up after him, he will never load the dishwasher again. Same thing is true about romance. Which is a little interesting because I think that's vice versa in our, in our, our roles because I want the dishwasher loaded a certain way and you don't do it the way I, I want it to be done. I never noticed. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It doesn't bother me. I just load the dishwasher. I, I know it doesn't right. bother you. That's why I go behind you and I'll change it. Do you really? Sometimes I do, yes. Especially if you have things off. Yeah, they need to be put in the right place. How funny. I had no idea. Yeah, there you go. I, I, just do, I, just, I just do it because then like you'll load part of it and you'll put like large plates and, di- and it just drives me nuts. So I just change it up. Little known fact about Tony, he does have some tiny OCD little things like the light switches have to all be in certain directions. And apparently the dishwasher does too. Who knew? We digress. Can we get back to romance? And I didn't realize the dishwasher thing was going to take us down a path. It was just an interesting take. So, so ladies need to share with their husbands Mm -hmm. and the husband's like this show is for them too, because you know, they're playing this guessing game with their brides and if they're not getting it right, then they get frustrated and they Mm want to give up. And that's, that's not what we want. Well, and I think a big piece of it too is when we do romance, we want to make sure that for me anyways, when I'm romancing you, I do want you to have a sense of excitement, a sense of appreciation, something that, you know, you're surprised about. And, and in all honesty, that you receive that gift mm-hmm. in in whatever form it is. I'm not saying it's an actual like physical gift, but that gift that I'm giving you in a positive way. Well, case in point, um, a few weeks ago, you call me and we've been getting, you know, because we've been shipping out so many different books and things like that. You called me and you said, hey, there's a whole bunch of boxes of books here at the front door. Will you just run down and help me bring them in? Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure. You know, like I didn't check Amazon. I was like, all right, if you need help, like there are books there. Let me go help. So I open up the front door and you're standing there. There are no boxes of books to bring in. Tony's just standing at the front door with a bouquet of sunflowers and totally made my day. Obviously I'm still talking about it weeks later, right? Because it was that element of surprise. It was also the fact that he knows that sunflowers are my most favorite flowers. Mm So while I appreciate roses and, you know, mixed bouquets and things like that, I love getting sunflowers. And the, the element of surprise. And it wasn't like that it was this huge, like monstrosity of like a, a bouquet. It was just, you know, a small vase with flowers in it, but it was enough to just brighten up my day, brighten up my desk, that type of thing. And that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But that's come from years of having those conversations. And, you know, when we asked the wives, you know, what are those, what are those romantic gestures? What speaks romance to you? It was interesting to see how the the responses actually fell in line with the five love languages. Okay. So as we share them with you and and husbands, if you know what your wife's love language is, just listen for that particular area as we're talking about it. And then you can say, honey, are these things that would work for you? Or is there something else? Mm -hmm. And ladies, you can listen for your love language. And if 
the stuff that's on there works. You can share that with your husband or you can say, yeah, these are good, but here's what would really work for me. Right. This is not an exhaustive list. Right. So let's get started. The first one was touch. And this was everything from foot rubs to kisses, massages, back rubs, back scratches, dancing and holding her close, right? Caressing her face, showering together and unexpected grabs. Those were all things that came up in touch. And this is, again, these are the wives saying how they want to be romanced. Mm -hmm. Just, just so we, just so we understand that perspective, we're going to go next week. We're going to be talking about what husbands want. Yes, absolutely. And and again, we're doing that so that you guys have shows just dedicated to you, right? men and women. Um, The second one was around gifts. And I love that a few of the people, um, you know, in terms of the responses were like, I want to go old school. And they talked about getting a card or a letter in the mail or just, they didn't specify it would be interesting but, though to do that because I've I've been thinking about that one as well. Like, you know what? Just do the old like put put, put the a car, stamp on put it. a stamp on it, put it in the mailbox, and let it come right back to your house. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, for Tony and I, we were long distance for the first year of our relationship, and we were long distance, you know, in the mid '90s, mm-hmm. and so snail mail was definitely a, that was a huge part of it I mm-hmm. have a box of letters and cards that we sent to each other and so for us there, for me there's that nostalgia mm-hmm. of oh getting a letter like that's how I, you know I, I know what his handwriting looks like on an envelope and I think too in this day and age of so much electronic communication mm-hmm. there's something really special husbands let me tell you this there's something really special for your wives of seeing that you took the time yeah. to put your handwriting on something for them and I want to say too, there are cards out there that are like Mad Lib cards. Yeah. And they're great because then you just sort of fill them in. Tony has them. And I love those cards. And then, you know, because that's the front of the card. And then on the inside, you just put a little something special. Love you. And I've done that many a times. Other gifts are teddy bears, mm-hmm. um, flowers, like what Tony did for me, or just little something somethings. You know, those little things you pick up that say, hey, I was thinking about you. You know, mm-hmm. like I know what your favorite drink is. I know what your favorite, you know, ice cream or candy chocolate. or chocolate is. Mm-hmm. And I bring that home to you. Um, for those of you, you know, wives who are acts of service, that's your love language. It's the help around the house, mm-hmm. the help with the kids cleaning and planning something special for her, like a bath, right? Doing those things. And I will say, I mean, some of you have heard our, one of our anniversary stories where Tony planned like the entire, the entire, like I had, I mean, literally like he called the massage therapist, he coordinated the babysitter. He, you know, picked out my clothes. He pre-ordered like all of these things. And it was such an act of service that I didn't have to think for an entire night. I'm just saying guys, like that was amazing. We're still talking about it. That was 10 years ago. Longer? Probably long. Wasn't no. it our 13th? I think it was our 13th anniversary. 13th, 14th? Yeah, somewhere in there. So about somewhere 10 years there. ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. If her love language is words of affirmation, romance her by telling her that you love her mm-hmm. or that she's beautiful. Be vulnerable with her. Be flirtatious. She still wants you to flirt with her. Mm-hmm. She does. She wants that that compliment from you. She even you know, would love to have you write her a poem. Right in that, you know, I mean, you can get, you can be as simple as roses are red, violets are blue. Here's the reason that I love you. Mm -hmm. And then you, well, wow, that was just totally on the fly. That was pretty good. Guys, somebody's going to use it. Somebody who can, who can write poems like Elisa, myself, not so much. And that's okay to also know and be stretched. Mm -hmm. If that's something that your spouse desires and how she is romanced. Sometimes you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone to make this year, your best year. 
and you can do that. So realize that some of these may not be who you are. And yet, if you desire that extraordinary marriage, how are you going to get out of your comfort zone? How are you going to take action? Because I think a lot of this is, you know what? I need to do something. And what was our hashtag some years ago is what can I do? And I truly believe that we can become the best versions of ourselves if we ask that, what can I do? And then take action and get out of our comfort zone and not be fearful and scared if our spouse is going to say, well, I didn't like that. Mm. Or that's not exactly what I expected. I do believe that the reciprocal what is that word? Reciprocation. Yep. Okay. From a spouse, when your spouse does try to do something, should always be one of like, thank you. Mm. Again, it's that two words that make such a difference that can really allow your marriage to go to places that you never thought possible. Mm -hmm. Where a husband may be trying to romance his wife and he gets criticized. I'll tell you, that's a place, that's a hard place to go back to. Right. Makes and that goes not want to do it. And that goes both ways because we're going to be talking about this next week as well. But just just think about how how you're how you're addressing and how your how your appreciation shows mm. in those moments when maybe you are asking for your poem and your husband isn't a poem writing, but he does it. Like it may not be the best, but lo and behold, a, a, a thank you can go a long way. Well, and you know that's and we've talked about this when we did the show Love Language as well you know, most of us, our love language, and I'm going to get to quality time here in just a second, but for most of us, our love language does not match our spouses True. statistically. And so if you're aware that your spouse does not have the same love language and you're thinking through how to romance them, this show is actually going to be a big help for you because it's going to get the conversation started. It's going to equip you mm-hmm. with the ability to go, okay, I don't have to think, like I don't have to rack my brain because it's not mine. I can use this as a launching off point to say, okay, so I've got some ideas on how to romance you. Can you help me kind of flesh this out? And that, that episode so, you're talking about is episode 522. Love language. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can go to one slash 522, find it in your favorite podcast app, and I'll also have it here in the episode notes. Awesome. So let's talk about the last love language, which is quality time. And so romance around quality time is, you know, giving that full attention, mm-hmm. right? Putting your phone down can be a romantic gesture. I know it seems really simple, but if your phone isn't getting your attention, that means you have more of it to give to your wife and she's really down with that. Um, spend time with her. Do a date night that's just the two of you. You don't always have to double date on a date night. You And just so y'all know, if you take your kids with you on date night, that's actually not date night. That's family time. There is a distinction. And I would also say, though, it, it goes, it, it lines up with the first one and putting your phone down. Going on a date without your phones means you're spending time with them. Yes. So one of the things that in the areas that Elise and I have gone down is, oh, let me Google that because we're talking about something. Oh, let me Google that. And then as soon as that happens, or let me let me look that up because so-and-so said something. Oh, let me look that up right now. As soon as that happens, that connection that we were we did have is broken. Mm-hmm. And you guys know it just as much as we do. One picks it up. You're looking into your phone. The next person's looking in their phone. It's like, oh, well, oh, somebody texted me. Oh, someone emailed me. Put Done. the phone away. Put it on do not disturb. It, it Leave it in the car. It, I know it's tough. Mm-hmm. And yet, what would it mean for an hour, a two-hour stretch of time? What, what did we do 
before when we didn't have them. Like nothing, nothing happened, folks. Like I don't ever remember like being somewhere where, oh my gosh, like the the hostess or the owner of a restaurant's like running to me because my kids got hurt and we didn't know about it or anything of that nature. And that's how to say it hasn't happened. But by and large, statistically speaking, it's not going to happen to the majority of you. It has happened to couples. Like yeah, we can't completely discount. I, that. I, I understand that, but what what I'm what I'm just saying is, what did we do? And how do we respond to things before them? That right. if the quality time is important, mm-hmm. that, that that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, and the reality is, is that anybody can beep you on find my iPhone or whatever you know, your local tracker is. So if they really need to get in touch yeah. with you, they can make the sound go off in a restaurant. It's that's happened true. to us. I mean, it's all good. But again, if quality time is her love language or if it's yours, you know, what are those things that you can do around the house that will actually give you more time together? Tony is really, really good at this. But we also want to talk about, you know, and this is for husbands and wives. This is even something for you to communicate. What is it that you want your husband to know when it comes to romancing you? And we're going to talk about that right after the break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So now that we've given you, based on the five love languages, all of these ideas and ways to romance, there's, you know, we actually have to take this a little bit deeper because it's not just knowing Mm -hmm. what the actions are that show romance. It's what's behind those actions. What, What takes it a little bit deeper? What do you need to know, wives, you know, what do you want your husband to know about how to romance you? What's below just the action? What's the meaning behind it? And, you know, one of the things that came up time and time again was that consistency matters. Agree. Right. Don't just romance me on my birthday and our anniversary. Mm-hmm. There, there's another 363 days in the year. And Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. I forgot that one. Cause that's not a big one. For, that's, that's not, not a big, that's not a big, it's one, not for a big one for us. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess it's three days a year, right? A little bit goes a long way. I, I was so I think overwhelmed at the number of wives that say, you know what? It it doesn't have to be elaborate, expensive, huge, or fancy. Mm. Uh, The little things, uh, uh, but wives, you have to communicate to your husband what those little things are. But those little things, you can actually add up a whole lot more little things. We talked about this when we did our our dating your spouse series, right? The little dates, you can have more of them Mm -hmm. than just like one ginormous date once a year. And I think this also goes to when we talked about spontaneous versus scheduled sex. Mm -hmm. We can schedule these things in our calendars as reminders. There's nothing wrong with it. Just because it's not spontaneous doesn't mean it's not romantic. Right. You can schedule something and it be romantic and it's totally okay. So don't fall for the fallacy that everything has to be spontaneous in your marriage for it to be romantic mm-hmm. or sexually pleasing in the in the case of scheduling sex. Y- you can. You mm-hmm. can schedule these things and make sure that the timer goes off, the reminder goes off, and it's like, oh, okay, yep, you know what? I'm going to send some flowers. Oh, you know what? My wife does like those chocolates on her pillow. Great. Once a month, just make sure that you have it on your calendar. Put them on there. And I say put it on the calendar because I'm becoming more and more dependent on mine. Mm-hmm to just remember what's going on in my life. Right. 
and it it's really honestly helpful. So it's not in my mind. And then I forget because something does happen. Mm-hmm. Wives also want their husbands to know that, you know, details are important, mm-hmm. right? The, the, it's the little, again, it kind of goes back to that little things, but you know, some of you have wives who want to know all the details about how they're going to be romance, what the trip's going to look like, that type of thing. If that's not your wife, then you don't have to worry about it. But if it is, then that matters to her. And that's a way of showing how much you care and cherish her. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side, there are those wives who are like, I love surprises. Just surprise me. Men, you have to know who your wife is. Right. Or you have to ask the question, when can I surprise you? And when do you need to know the details? Because I'm thinking through some romantic things and I just want to, I want it to be a win for both of us. Got it. I got to say it again. If your husband is asking you this, you, 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 you can't say, well, you should just know. You, you can't. He's asking for a reason. And so thinking that he should know is only going to deter him from doing this. Mm-hmm. So your better answer is, you know what? Let's set down and let's set some time together so we so we know and we're on the same page and we don't have to worry about ESP and we don't have to worry about, you know, did we or didn't we get this right? Da, 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 da. Right. Just talk. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. And it's so easy because you both have mouths. So use them. Use them. Other things, um, you know, wives have said, hey, you know, husbands, we don't enjoy the same things, mm-hmm. which means that when you're romancing her, you might have to romance her the way she wants to be romanced, not the way you want to be romanced. There you go. We'll be discussing you next week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, the romance actually makes her feel important. It makes her feel cherished. It makes her feel valued. And she also wants you to know, hey, mix it up. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't do the same thing week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. And, and just like default to that as like, well, that's my romance. And again, you... you- the reason we're, we're saying have the conversation because your wife actually may not want you to mix it up. Correct. She may be the one who goes, well, hold on. You can send me flowers every month and I'd be more than happy. Or you can send me, you know, a teddy bear, you know, every quarter. Or you know what? That bar of chocolate that I just love, that can show up, you know. Once a month. Once a month. It can, it can be a surprise or whatever it may be. So again, knowing your spouse... We're, we're just sort of giving you sort of the umbrella and you have to look at it and go, okay, who is my wife? Mm-hmm. Or better yet, ask her. Or ask her. Because then you don't have to play the guessing game because, you know, here's the reality. Tony and I have been married for 23 years. Mm-hmm. There are things that were romantic to me at the beginning, right? First Valentine's Day, he sends me three red roses. Incredibly romantic. 23 years later, I really do prefer sunflowers. Yeah. Right. Still like getting flowers. It's not an all the time type of thing. It's definitely a surprise. And I love that it's a surprise in our marriage. That's just the way it goes. Other things that wives had to say, I love this one. Um, sometimes be funny, but sometimes be hot and steamy. Mm. Right. So there, there's definitely room for, for the, you know, youthful, funny, you know, kind of comical romance. But there are definitely times when your wives, and again, this is asking the question, you know, what does it look like for us to be hot and steamy romantic? I mean, one wife responded, you know, I just want you to like grab me and push me against the kitchen counter and kiss me. Dang. There you go. There you go. And others that are like, hey, you know, like send me a kind of like what you were talking about with the Mad Libs cards. Like, let's do a romantic Mad Libs together. Mm -hmm. Two totally different things. But both have a place. The, the one that I love and I, you know, and I still sometimes struggle with this as well. Okay. 
romance me without ex- expectations of getting some. Yes. Husbands, and, why don't you repeat that? Because there are probably a few husbands that need to hear it a second time. Romance me without expectation of getting some. I equate, for me personally, romance, initiating, getting some. And so understanding those three, I think, are are valid mm-hmm. and very important. So just because I am getting you flowers doesn't mean that's also initiating, which also means I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some that evening. And so understanding that is a big piece of this this journey we're on and and how you're romancing right sometimes it will lead to that and sometimes it won't it's it's an understanding okay where we at mm-hmm. and, and again that dance that we're doing right because you know there are times when I've gotten the flowers or when Tony has sent me the the steamy text that very much tells me this is my initiating Mm-hmm. And if my kids weren't here, it'd be great. Get my kids out of the house and we'd be, we'd be <laughs> on quarantine. It. Yes. But you know, and finally, husbands, your wives want you to know that if she has to plan it, it doesn't feel so romantic to her. Mm. Right. Whether it's date night, whether it's getting a sitter, whether it's a romantic weekend away, if she has to do it, not so much. Yeah. And this, again, this is one of those shows, this show and the show that's going to come out next week, you know, what husbands want. These are the shows where we really want to encourage you. They're great shows. If you've never introduced your spouse to the one extraordinary marriage show, this may be the type of show to do it because it's not all about sex, which I know freaks some people out, but it's the type of show that says, Hey, I want to have more of this in our marriage. And I want to understand you Mm -hmm. better. Can we sit down and just listen to this together? And then I want to know what works for you? I want to know what I can do to, to strengthen myself in this area. Or if you're a wife and you're sharing this with your husband, you're like, I want to tell you this, but I didn't know how yep. without sounding like a nag. So let's listen to this and I won't have to nag you and we can just put this into play. That's that's what we're trying to do with this. I'm trying to equip you. And and I will just tell all of you real quick in, in ending, I do like to be romanced with flowers. I do like to not have to make all the decisions. Because again, if I have to plan it, it doesn't feel so romantic. I do love those times when Tony and I are just connecting one-on-one away from all the distractions. And so I know he asked the question at the top of the show, but I wanted to put it in here in case anybody was wondering, how does Elisa like to be romanced? Yeah. So guys, use this. Use this to your advantage. We've just given you a cheat sheet. Use it. The next piece, though, is getting with your wife, mm-hmm. discussing what really is one, two, three things right. that really show her that you're romancing her and go out there and do it this week. Do one of them this week and, and, and just show her that you love her and desire her by romancing her. Have yourselves a fantastic week, everybody. We can't wait to come ne- come back next week when we do part three, what your husband wants. Have a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.